This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com all right everybody we're back again it's the drive on 93.7 the ticket with ad and raf and it is another unceremonious non-winning monday for us here in nebraska Ad, your thoughts on the game, brother? Uh, before we go any further, it's good to have the the, uh, the Hall of Famer Jay Foreman in with us. Oh, he's here, Jay. When'd you get here? I just snuck in, man. <laughs> you know. Stealthy. Yeah, got the all black on. So yeah, we we it's, we, we both got it all on. <laughs> Don't say it, Ad. Don't uh, say al- it. Also, John Glow. I wanted to mention this on the chat line. I thought it was important on the text line. The Platte River means flat water in Oto language. John from Yugoslavia. John, we appreciate you for for chapping him right. from Yugoslavia. Right, it's the way we roll international. Yes, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, it's another it's another manic Monday. I, I'd be glad to have a magnificent Monday, but that's been a long time. Uh, a good three weeks ago. Reason why I call this one manic because that game was just manic, man. Mm-hmm. It was just um, there were so many things about that game. I'm not even going to say so many, but the main thing is you go away from something that was working. Bingo. I, I, yeah. That's the part that I just mean, drives a, me crazy, man. You know the thing is you got to give Minnesota credit. You got to give Illinois credit because they did the same thing. They got good coaching staff. They're going teams are going to make some adjustments, but that doesn't mean that you don't. You totally abort it, you know, or, or totally go away, and that's what you're thinking. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, just um, abandon it altogether. And, and you know that they're going to – I mean, that's the hard thing when you've been gashing them with the run, gashing them with the run. Sometimes you can be like, okay, they're going to adjust this series. And if they don't, you and keep they, going. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but eventually Minnesota did make some uh, adjustments, and then they made adjustments on the, the play calling and personnel that we had at quarterback. So when mm-hmm. Shovel was in, they just sat, they just sat there. Right, they weren't they weren't um, threatened down the field. There was a couple big, you know, passes or drop that you you know like to see our guys you know make that would extend the drives, um, and just that you know this, just you know, there's always the game always comes in the Big Ten. It's going to come down to when two teams are like teams. You know, it's going to come down to who knows Florida, situational football. Yeah, and situational football just isn't oh. You know, call a timeout here, drain the clock out here. Situational football is knowing how to play the position in a certain situation to keep the momentum going, right? Absolutely. And sometimes when it's third and 15, 
you know, there's not a third and 15 open route. So sometimes you just got to be okay with dumping it off to Raph and letting him get nine yards and say, you know what, if Raph make, you know, they miss a tackle, then we get a, a, a kind of lucky third down and let's punt the ball and kind of keep playing small ball. If, but if you try to get that 15 yards, you throw into kind of double coverage. Um, perfect an analogy since, you know, uh, thing driving in, you know, there's basketball games at noon and seven at night. I encourage everybody to go out, check out the, the Lady Huskers and the Men Huskers tonight that uh, say like you're down – Say there's four minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. And say you're down six points or say two minutes left, six points. There's not a six-point shot out there. Right. right. Right? So there's no reason to come down and say, you know you know, there's two minutes left. I got to jack up a three. Well, if you get an easy two, okay, maybe you get some ball pressure, maybe get a turnover. Okay, now you make another bucket and maybe and one. Now you're down one with a minute and a half left. Now it's a totally different ball game. Mm-hmm. So what happened was is we lost the momentum, got it back, had the chance because I think you still had the momentum when you're within three against a team like Illinois and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And you saw, if you want a perfect example, how to put the dagger in the heart against a team like Illinois and Minnesota because they're, they're the replica, they're the same team, right? Is Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah. Get up on them. And then when you have to make opportunistic plays, you make them, but then you don't beat yourself. And that's where, where we kind of. You know, drop the ball a little bit. In in my opinion, on Saturday, it was a, a glaring picture of a team or a program that has an identity and a team that doesn't. Yep. Because if you looked at Minnesota at halftime, we talk about halftime and mid-game adjustments, Muhammad Ibrahim had eight carries for 18 yards at half. And they knew coming out, even down 10-0, they said, we're still going to run the ball with our workhorse. We, we, we know what works. Eventually, mm-hmm. we're going to wear you down. Yeah. And Nebraska, on the other hand, had a guy averaging five and a half yards per carry after the first half. And he got seven six. more times. So he had, he had ten touches alone in the first quarter. Had six the entire second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, see, here's the here, let's dig a little deeper than this, right? Because that's the easy way to look it at is, it. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. easy, right? They yeah. they came out and pounded the running back, or yeah. pounded the rock. They you know in their adjust their their adjustment, Minnesota. Do you know what their adjustment is? We ain't adjusting. That's their adjustment. Yeah. Yep. We we gonna keep running and, and now if we got up by seventeen or maybe twenty points now that would they would have Changes to literally well, well you saw it because Tanner Morgan started to pass a little bit more on first and second down right. early on in the game when they were like all right maybe we need to get the hold Try this in it, from right. from getting out of hand but here's but here's what here you you gotta kind of I would always encourage people to look a little deeper yep okay we didn't do well offensively on third down no. and we were in plenty of yep. third downs no. and manageable we went like at one point in time we went one for eleven. So guess what that does? That gives them more chances. Exactly. So if we get four first downs, right, out of 11, which is only 33%, so I'm not really asking a we lot. Were, we were nope. five for 16 on okay, third so down just, conversions. Okay, just say <laughs> say you go um, five, seven, you even two more first downs. That's two minutes at least more off the clock yep. and two less possession for them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so then that's when you think about him to able to get 30 carries, 32 that, carries. That was the thing. That's the key. That's the key. And yep. let, let's be honest. Minnesota has enough talent. Everybody in the Big Ten has enough talent. If you keep giving them chances, mm-hmm. they're going to get yards. Well, and, and, uh, and Tom to, Brady? Yeah. Well, <laughs> right, well, yeah, right. They look, you keep yeah. giving them chances. They're, I mean, later. it's just a law of averages. Well, yeah. and to, to build off of that, I, looking deeper, like Jay says, the six touches in the second half, it, it certainly doesn't help when you have six three and outs. You have yeah. six sure. tries. Well, there's a, there's a so, I mean, obviously you're not, going, you're not going to have more, you know, 
you're not going to move the chains, allow right. Anthony Grant to have more touches. But I, I mean, when, when if the passing that's that's where I'm at. Like if the passing game was was working in the second half, right. then okay, Anthony Grant has six touches. That's fine. If wide receivers, wideouts weren't dropping so many balls, all right, that's fine. Yeah, then, I mean, there's a lot. That, there's a lot but, that goes into it. So you can't just get on here and say, hey. Let's fire Whipple. Yeah, you know he's a he's a he, you know he doesn't know what the heck he's doing. He passes it too much. Well, when you have I know at least four drops yep. that I that I can really look at that were crucial, which then would probably allow him to run the ball. Let's just say even four more times for with Anthony Grant. So when people look at like he didn't get the ball, well, you, you know it kind of you can't get to the running plays if you're like okay, it's third and two. Right, third and three. It was third and three. Mm-hmm. I think Nebraska was up ten three. Right, yeah, ten three at, at the time. time Oliver was, Martin yes. they run a speed out against kind of a four uh, cover four, which should easily be, you know, not an easy pitch and catch. You got to press the guy that's in in the flat coverage, and you have the leverage on him because you know where you're going. He doesn't, and you're going full speed with the motion. The motion and full speed, in my opinion, knowing how fast he is, wasn't there. Yes, the ball was technically, you know, at his hip. But every receiver that I've known tells you that they touch touch touches your hands. You got to catch, catch it. AD will tell you. Ron Brown had threw. These guys would be on their head in in warmups, and Ron Brown would be just hauling balls, some balls out. Yes. Right, they, and you, you got to ca- catch. And, and if you, you catch it with your body, your chest is going to be blown out. Right, and he did that on purpose yep. to right. catch the ball. With you. In fact, we used to do a goalpost drill. Oh, hey. oh yeah, I remember that. Remember, our yeah. hands would be in front of the goalpost. Yeah. It was teaching you have you to, to catch, catch it, with your hands. It, yep. it, I'm not going to allow it to even come to your chest. Right, you know because it's out. It's physically. Taken out, and I don't mean to cut you off, AD. No. Here's what people don't understand about Nebraska's receivers back when we played. They didn't get a lot of yards, but they made a lot of big-time catches. We didn't drop the ball Corey much. Dixon, Abdul Bill Muhammad, Muhammad. Clester Johnson. Tremaine made, Bell. Tremaine Bell. Yep. Clester Johnson made huge um, t- uh, catches in, in, in with – Reggie Ball. Reggie Ball. Yeah. With – like tight coverage. Yes. Because when we actually started to play the Oklahomas, the Colorados, the You Miami, had to play them on us. Because they're going to be up on you. And yep. so all the work that you were getting against the Tyrone Williams and the, you know, Baron Miles and all that stuff, right. that's where it paid off. And so – It then, would. And, so, and, their, and their Newman gloves were probably not as good as the gloves that we have today. Oh, right. my goodness. Yeah. Some gloves if you're not we catching your with your hands all day, there's a problem. Yeah. There's a, gloves few, are. a few glaring things, too, that stick out. Uh, we'll get you, Raph. What was your thoughts on it, too, man? Just oh, overall, I'm I'm a, I'm in agreement with everything you guys are saying. It's I the one thing that I that befuddles me greatly is Logan Smothers. I just feel like every time he's been out on the field, it seems like he's been productive and he's been he's he's played well. Mm-hmm. But the, every time the excuse is, well, he didn't practice quite as well. Was was there anybody when you played Jay that like? Maybe didn't practice quite as well at practice, but you know, showed up a little bit more on game days. You know, I Excuse me. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> there were times in practice, I'm like, I'm garbage <laughs> because at the because we had guys on scout team with us trying to do you. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Abdul Muhammad would tell you they used to work out on me when I'd have to cover, and and we weren't changing. Yeah, no, you, you got to cover the slot. Yep, and I'd be they'd work out on me, and then. You know, uh, Jock Allen, who was – I think he was probably the greatest practice squad player oh, of all insane. time. He should have his own Heisman. He was un- flat-out unstoppable. Yeah. Um, there was times that – you know, I mean, heck, you got to think. We had uh, Dom Rayola, Russ Holkstein, and those guys on scout team. So there would be time that you would not perform your best, but maybe not to like that. Now, yeah. the intent that I was practicing with was, was always there. Sometimes you just have a bad week. I don't know what they do in practice or what their evaluation process. I am going to trust that 
Yeah. The whoever's making the decision as far as the quarterbacks, they're doing it with the best interest. But they also have to have sometimes that you just don't have it. Because and if it's somebody just like is, he played he played well against Iowa, almost you know, almost got the victory against Iowa at the end of the year last year. So then you're thinking, okay, he's got I coming into the season, I'd almost think that he had more experience than Chuba in power five football. I'm not sure what his statistics at Florida State were. But then this year it kind of when they talked about Logan to, in a way it kind of sounds like well he's just not as experienced and da, da 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 but then when he comes in he makes plays because he had low or he had he had Trey on that pass on the fourth down yeah, I mean, was, that, yeah that pass to Washington that's a big time throw yeah mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. thing was dropped right in the bucket it was a yeah. phenomenal catch I was saying it was a great catch that was a great catch and then he Body made control. it you know now I will say this about Logan third and five he I know he can you know he like uh uh the Forrest Gump, you know, because he's from down there in Alabama. He can <laughs> pick him up. You got to get it now. Yeah, okay. Third, third down, I would say, Logan, you you know, you, you got to go get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he didn't, but he came back and put that ball right on the money, you know, fourth down. Um, and, you know, look, everybody loves the, the backup quarterback, but I think it, it, I think we'd also be talking a little bit different if when Chubble was in, if, if those guys didn't drop the ball. I know the yeah. one with Oliver Martin was when um, Logan was in, but the other ones, you know, even though – there were some passes that you'd like to have back that Chubba had. There were some passes that were dropped that needed mm-hmm. to be catched. And sometimes in big-time games, which I would consider Minnesota a big-time game. That's a yeah, big, that was yeah, a big, big That was big, a big game big lose, game. man. Yeah. Those guys need to step up. you got to catch it. It's not going to be – look, at from here on out, or you're not going to have Purdue every week. If you, The only way you're going to play against a Purdue is literally down in the AAC when you yeah. just saw Houston and SMU – Seventy six. We're gonna talk about that later too. Right. Seventy sixty three. Hey, right. That, that's that's it right there. Where you yeah. just wide open anyway. Right. They're like my old butt go over there and I can get open. Yeah. You it know, depends who got the ball right, last. Right, who had the ball that game. Mm-hmm. Like that's not real football. Right. That's seven on seven. That's kind of that. That's their deal. In the Big Ten, you're gonna have to make contested catches. You're gonna have. You're gonna have to catch the ball and get hammered. Yeah. And so. That's where I think they could have helped out Chubbin. So I think when you when people wonder why he's out there, he's probably doing more good than he is what's what's being out there. Now look, there's some passes in, in the trajectory of the passes mm-hmm. that he needs to correct. That goes without saying. You don't have to be, you know, whatever you know, like a quarterback guru to, to see that. But there's some passes that were dropped that could be a little bit better. Um, and we just couldn't get anything going. And and uh, as far as you know, threatening them and. Uh, you know, Minnesota made some timely plays. I think the interception was huge when we were down by three. And, uh, you know, it was a third and 15. And, uh, you know, those those are the ones that kind of hurt you. Because if you're down on the 40, and we see me and Nick see this when we call games, if you're down on the 40, I forget who we were calling, uh, Nick, where if, say, like you throw a deep pass and they intercept it on the 10. Right. On, on their – it's like a it, 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 yeah, yeah like you hate it you hate it because you figure like okay if we got ten yards mm-hmm. we could possibly get a field goal but yeah. if you're going for a shot and then you do decide to take a shot they're pinned down in the ten yard line anyways yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. get the stat of the interception but we got you right where you want you if we can get off the field we can you know get a good punt return mm-hmm. x y and z and you're still back you know to the same place that you were previously so you know just the placing of the interception that and that comes from experience though. And, and people have to understand it. That's the lack of experience. And, and these are, you know, you hate to, you know, see it being learned out in front of everybody on national TV, but it's a lack of experience. And it's something that, you know, obviously he's probably putting it in his memory bank. And, and it's just part of playing the position. And that's why you're probably thinking it looks a little different. 
I think Logan grew up. I think his dad was his coach, or he, you know, he coached him all. You know, he's been his dad's a high school coach. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not uh, sure. Or so, right? I think. I right. believe so, but was, I'm not 100 percent on and that. And I think yeah. he played he played varsity from a very very young age. Yeah. I think from like eighth ninth grade. I think. Yeah. And so, yeah. when you see him move as a quarterback, command the huddle, knowing how to play it, that's just a little bit different. Than what you're seeing, that's why you're seeing a little bit more um, efficiency. But I think. You know, you know, I'm I'm gonna continue to go back to, you know, you got to trust the the coaches that they're gonna make the right decision and yep. put the guys in there. Um, but I will say this though, two things, you know, there was always that talk before the season, you know, who was gonna be the starter, who wasn't. I kept telling people there is no, it's not no even discussion. close, and that and there's yep. nothing wrong with it not yep. being close. Mm-hmm. But when you see sometimes if you keep holding on and keep forcing and keep forcing it. You can come back and bite you in your butt. Yep. True that. Second of you, secondly, secondly, um, you know, we have to be careful of going to the easy excuse of lack of talent. Yeah. We got yeah, enough. I don't, talent. I don't think it's a lack of talent. I, no, we got. We no. we just got to have. No. We just got to play. And you got to think, Mickey. This is a whole. This is essentially. Even though there's some. Even though this coaching staff is mostly intact from when the season started. It's the, it's a different coaching staff because you have a different head coach. That's just my opinion. Well, look, you're, you're shifting so, the culture. What, that's what I so yeah. We're about to talk. So so essentially, you you starting in the first quarter of the season over, and you've been doing something the same way for four years. So you, mm-hmm. you know you got to also you know understand these guys are having a totally different work ethic in in theory standard you know how they go to practice right. probably even how they meet everything you know right. everything is different so then they're they're still learning so this yep. is the experience but i'm also going to say this it's kind of a big opportunity lost because i'm gonna tell you right this and i know he's been much maligned but i did see for the first time in three or four years he's been in campus i saw bryce benhart finish a block and dump truck somebody and he was on the ground so yeah when you, so when you have yeah. right and I, then i saw hickson do it I saw every single one of them linemen going to the echo of the whistle, and, and the offensive line was two weeks in a row. I, I think yeah, they they were I playing, they they, yeah. they exceeded expectations, and so that's why I think it's probably a big, I guess, a letdown because yeah. you know they kind of been the much maligned group, but they've mm-hmm. been playing well. You know, I'll get into more here in a bit. I know we got coming up close on the commercial. One glaring number to me, though, is when you show – and, Nick, you mentioned this, and I put this in my notes in the airport last night. It was a tale of two teams, one that knew exactly who they are right. yep. and one that's trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. Because the third quarter, time of possession, Minnesota, 11 minutes and 31 seconds. Nebraska, 329. Yeah. You know what that means? Our defense, where I want to get into next, was on that yeah, field a long time. Time and answering it, and, and and I'm telling you, and those guys, you look at this, and your defense locked down Minnesota, holding uh, Minnesota to 31 yards total and seven yards rushing in their first half. Nebraska also managed three first half sacks against a Gopher O line that led the conference and ranked six in FBS with just seven sacks allowed through eight games. You can't expect the defense to say, I don't care what conference you're in. If right. your defense on the field that long, they are eventually. You know, yeah, fatigue is going to kick in. Yeah, laws of average. They're going to make averages. Play, and they got good players. They got good players. Yeah. You know, because they realize you got a big – think about this playing linebacker, Jay. You got a big back like – and low gravity too. Yeah, he, he got a hard that's, gate That's hit. hitting you over and over and over. And, you, and your offense is just three – I mean, we went six straight – at one point, five straight three and outs. Yeah. That defense basically set down. Whew, 
Time to go. Time to go. Yeah. And then they and then the backup running back ain't no joke either. No. Oh, yeah, Potts is good. Potts is no. good too. Yeah, yeah. So you had two wrecking balls coming at you, and you're getting with it. And, and thank God when they seen that ref come out on the sideline with the TV timeout, yeah. the defense was going, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Bring him out again because you're that guy comes out on the visit yeah. the sideline and yeah, waves his hand like that. Yeah. You'd be like, man, this is you coming out. You'd be wanting his butt off the field because you want to keep the momentum. <laughs> But then, yeah, I get it. But yeah. when you're on the field that long, oh, man, you yeah. can't wait until that dude comes back out there and says, yes, let's get a TV timeout. <laughs> that defense was on the field. That defense played well enough to win that game. Oh, yeah. You, oh, hold, you, you blank it. a team yeah. to zero? That, for, the, for the second week in a row, I would add. They gave up 26 points against Illinois. I agree. But when you look at how that game unfolded, it was not their fault that they gave no. up all 26 Not every defense would say, hey, we could have got a turnover. We could have done this better because if your standard is the standard. I mean, they took the first-team quarterback out. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, they, they did. They were they, When you're starting hot like that and you were starting hot like that on, on offense, you can't play to kind of – for them to lose and kind of limp to the – this is – you know, they – you know, the big thing is, I think sometimes when you go and you play a team, you have to have the mindset that we are going to break whoever yeah. your best player. We are going to break you. Yep. Yeah. And it's not – and everybody say, oh, you're going to break them. Now, granted, if it happens physically, that's that's great. But they – Minnesota was on the cusp of being broken. Yeah. Yep. And if you want to look at it – in Michigan State had Illinois broken – and they never could never, you know, get they back. Put their foot on the, they they put kept their, their foot yeah. on the neck. They kept it on the That's where we they were. applied was, pressure. They applied pressure. And so, the, you know, the third quarter wasn't the best. And then, you know, they just kind of kept, you know, hammering it. But one thing, you know, uh, I listened to P.J. Fleck earlier in the week. And sometimes if you listen to coaches, you, they, they'll tell you exactly what they're going to do. Yep. Yeah, especially like him. Like, he likes to talk. and he'll, he'll, They're going to tell you exactly what he does and how they, do, how they get there. And he, yep. what he says they do is – and he realized – that they aren't as explosive with Bell being out the receiver as they had been. And yep. and when they were really, really rolling, they had two NFL receivers, right? So he says, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to focus 80% of our energy on on our what we do well. This is what he said. And we are going to focus the other 15% of what we don't do well to hide it. He's like that 5% in there is something in between. Where a little we gray be, area. A little gray area we can keep in our back pocket. Third down defense, run the ball. Mm-hmm. That's it. They ain't gonna do nothing fancy. Nope. So, and and so that's where he pretty much tell you what the game plan is. And uh, you know, I think uh, you know, you know, they're just a little ahead of us in the process. You got to think. You talk about identity, AD. Like they, PJ Fleck has been up there five or six years at it. Absolutely. Uh, where you know Mickey's been at five or six weeks. 50, about, 50, about 60 days. Yeah, 60 days. So it's a, it's a totally – you can't expect it. And, about and 60 you can't, days. You can't expect a, a tighten up, but it was an opportunity loss, and that's probably yeah. the most frustrating thing. All right. We'll throw it to break. This is The Drive on 93.7, The Ticket. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.